You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. All right, cash the ticket. It is, uh, I can't lie to you, it's my favorite day of the week. I really enjoy the college episodes. Jim Costa alongside, I will tell you, yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Yes, keep the reviews coming. Um, like all the videos on YouTube. I was talking with Evan, Jim, and it's fascinating. Um, a, the whole episodes are what do best, mm-hmm. and that's the key. That means you guys are still getting the content you want. We talked about why we do the pod the way we do it and the on-demand aspect. But do you know of the top episodes, the top three episodes we have are all college football entire Thursdays. That made me feel good because people this, can tell that we love this stuff. And I think we do not to, you know, toot our trumpet. I do think we do it. We cover more games and we play more games. And it's it's just it's the difference between college football and the pros. The pros feels more sterile, more regimented. The numbers are all the same. Half They're all point tiny. Here, yeah. Yeah. And in and, and college, the rivalries. And like last week, your Harvest Carnival deal. I, I look forward to the Harvest Carnival show, and I didn't even go to the damn school. So no. They dye um, the fountain orange, Mike. I know. We, we're painting corn cobs. It's beautiful. Uh, I can't. I can't wait. This is a great card. It's Breeders' Cup weekend. Like I'm excited. We're gonna have multi-screen. We're gonna be live from Santa Anita. Live from whatever game I bet. It's the odds of me coming out a winner this weekend are about zero, because betting <laughs> football's hard enough. But even if you're having a good day there, the odds that <laughs> I'm going track. to double down and now we're gonna go to the horse track and play football. But you know what? It's a reminder. It is an entertainment product. Don't be irresponsible. But, like, yeah, Saturday's a big day for me. Let's party. Where we are on the season. You're a disgrace is where we're at for what you did to me the other night. We're going to do a Mac football summit. But first, the record recaps. You're 43 and 30. That's a 59, about 60% hit rate on the year. Back on the horse this week. I know. We we got a rebound. Last week really hurt me. I'm 53 and 44, playing an obscene amount of games and hitting at a 55% clip. (laughs) We... Can I convince you to play less than 10 games? I'm at 11 as we sit down, and I'm going to get bullied into a couple more. You know how this goes. Evan's the worst hype man. He's sitting back there like, yeah. Yeah, Evan loves it because he's going to chop all the episodes up and just keep crushing. Um, But let's do the Mac Football Summit because... You're a piece of shit. There's the summit. You you said that and many more things we should not repeat on a podcast, even one where we don't care what we say. I'm not going to read some of those texts. (laughs) Mike, I need to be honest. You call me this Mac guy. I can't follow it like I did in college, where I'm traveling via vehicle around the Mid-American Conference, essentially busing myself to Athens, Ohio, and Muncie, Indiana. 
I don't follow it at that level. And even if I could, this product is awful. I gave you a cap based on like how NIU had been playing and their run game and their D line. And they had beaten a good Ohio team and CMU. Mike, I get it. I gave you a bad pick, but I begged you to turn the game off. And Evan, he wouldn't. He's like, I'm going to let this fuel me for when we put the microphones on. And you sat through the entirety of a snowy, pitiful, mid-American conference product. Unbettable. Yet you doubled down live. And I am going to share that. No, no, Be- I want you because to. Because you bet NIU live money line when they got down only to watch their comeback fall flat. I don't know. It didn't fall Mike, flat. Mike, you went to the same buffet that had already poisoned you and you went back for seconds. More low main. I, it was plus 475 live. And I, I saw the way the second half was unfolding. And I'm like, okay. CMU has spent, I don't know what Quaaludes NIU was on. I go, Thomas Hammock, we've scooped out the pudding from his cranium. And we've put his brain <laughs> back in his head. Why did he kick that field goal into the snowstorm? Bro, I hate Thomas Hammock. <laughs> like, I want to get a, can I get a picture of Thomas Hammock in the studio? Framed. Or, let me ask you a question. Can you get custom-made dartboards? I'm sure you can. I want a Thomas Hammock dartboard. I hate this guy. And I just, I did. And they get the ball. They're down six late. I go, they're going to go down the field and score. It's going to be the greatest live bet in history. Mm -hmm. No. Look, I said some things. Guy throws a terrible picture. Yeah, I mean, I said some things. And I mean, a lot of it's tongue in cheek, but like. But Mike, I didn't expect my team. And I know 10 days to prepare. We challenged the offensive line. They were 95 Nebraska running the option, running for 300 yards. Like, I didn't see that coming. Uh, quote, oh, Mike, this D-line is great, close quote, was something I did bait you with. I said, NIU tackles with their cocks. Yep. And nice it was true, pick. they couldn't tackle. Nice pick. God, I hate you in this low-rent bullshit. Yep. <laughs> I really hate you fumbling on fourth and one. Now, again, we're friends, and this is the fun of it all. Uh, does NIU owe the mafia? What does I, NIU do well again? Oh, wait, the vaunted DL. <laughs> you were rolling. <laughs> you in this stupid conference. It's such trash. Uh, seriously. It is, though. It is. And, Mike, I followed it closer in college, and I might have had a better chance then. The product's so bad. I don't know what we can bank on. Are we on. banning the Mac from this podcast? I think we are. But then no, that's going to hurt exception. our ability to give people midweek picks. With one exception. We got a chance to make it all back next week. CMU Western rivalry showdown. I, no. It's a midweek I, action game. You I'm can't begging even get you. control of your sidelines. You can't even <laughs> tell me who's on your sidelines. We got to investigate. Why don't we just say it's Dave or Kyle? Right. Why don't we know who that guy is? Oh, by the way, will, will the will the local prosecutor be putting 100 kids up on charges for a fracas after the game? Or can we just... I just remember how Tunnelgate unfolded. You know how this is going to go. No one is going to follow up. None of the local media in Mount Pleasant. It's like, you know, one TV station and yeah. one newspaper. No one's going to press What them. is the local newspaper? The Morning Sun. Is that really what it's yeah, called? Yeah, it's called The Morning Sun. The Morning Sun. Now, did yeah. you ever write for The Morning I Sun? I never did, but I knew okay. people who did. I do want to shout out real quick before we get to the board and the fun. I think you have an A-plus DJ at Kelly Short Stadium. Oh, wow. I thought the music was actually solid. Can we get you up for a game? Not no, this year. Not, not this year. No, because if I go up there, I would bring a bulldozer. <laughs> I would take the stadium down. And I would end everything associated with your school. Come on, we got the new North End Zone. We'll get you up in one of the suites. How about the Royal kids treatment? who caught the football after the touchdown and then went, wait, they're going to confiscate this and <laughs> ran through the door. What building is that? They ran through a door. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the new building. Did you see, though, um, 
who this was, is the Mac people. Did you see who was calling the game? It was uh, Courtney. Uh, no, the, the analyst. The analyst, Hudson Card, or no, not Hudson. No. Hudson Mason. Hudson Mason, the former Georgia quarterback. And he had like never been around snow, so he's telling a story on the broadcast of going out and getting like hats and gloves. They like, did come from commercial break, and they were both dressed in costumes like yep, morons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this brought Evan. This broadcast. This was one step. The play-by-play. The, she was the the baby Yoda. And and he was in the mask. Right. This was one step. <laughs> We've lost Evan. It's people. When you see a Mac coach allow a Mac kicker to go on the field in blinding snow, I'm talking you couldn't see the field, and Thomas Hammock sends the kicker out to kick a 48-yarder. That was the moment I asked Jim, is this man's head filled with pudding and not brain matter? Mistakes were made. Bankroll got hurt. What do you want me to do? I made a mistake, okay? And I'm sorry. I just... Can we, can we get off on a better foot this week? Yeah, we're going to. Okay. Because this is a great, I actually really like this card. I'm really looking forward to watching some of these games. And yeah, you got to shake it off. You got it. Yeah, we had a bad week. You got to try again. Here we go. Let's go to the board. It's brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. All the lines from FanDuel on Thursday. And Mike, you want to throw a new feature? You want to mix in some questions about some of these teams? <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be fun, just certain games, to go inner monologue. Okay. And I give you the question that I immediately am asking. So the first game, we start Big Noon on Fox. Maserati. What stupid nicknames will Gus have this week? Number seven, Texas. They're back. Minus four and a half. Hosting number 25, K-State. All I wrote down was, we have to bet K-State, don't we? Question mark. Mm -hmm. I was not impressed at all by Malik Murphy. I know it's his first start. I understand it's not an easy thing. But Murphy from the top is giving off major Joe Milton vibes. Million-dollar arm, has no idea where it's going. He is, he is firing bullets on swing passes. He's hitting tight ends for four yards at 88 miles an hour. Tough scene. Was not impressed. Now, they covered against BYU, but who cares? K-State. Look, no man, joke. this QB rotation is real. It's a thing. Our man, Will Howard. But if you're not up on Avery Johnson, the this, freshman, he's yep. basically a 100-yard rusher every week. They bring him in. He's Taysom Hill. Yeah. Um, Normally, I'm not a fan of the two-QB deal. I know. But they're kind of threading that needle. Here's, the, here's my thing. It's just like the Arizona game last week. I'm invested in Oregon State over eight and a half. I needed to bet ASU at a minimum to try to double dip, but maximum, hey, man, I can get some money off the table, the whole bit. It's the same thing here. I need Texas to get in that Big 12 title game. I need them to win here. Mm -hmm. But you know what I don't want to do? Lay north of a field goal, much less north of four, against a K-State team that might have the best defense in the Big 12. I know statistically you'll tell me they do. Yeah, and um, I get it. I mean, not everybody's played everybody and all that stuff. But what I like about Kansas State, in addition to the fact that they always play defense, did last year, won the Big 12 last year. Their run game. Yeah. They have two running backs, two quarterbacks. They run for over 200 yards a game. Yep. And when Texas lost to Oklahoma, they got pushed around. That's a great, no, great point. So I know Texas statistically is a good run defense, but you got to find some comps, some comparables. And I think Kansas State should be able to run the ball on the road in this game. Yep. And the other side of it is, I think they can get after the quarterback. They can. I, I Listen, this is a play against Malik Murphy as much as anything. I don't want to be unfair to the young man, but with no Quinn Ewers, 
It's not the same it's Texas It's a scary team. spot for Texas. And I don't buy a goddamn thing they did against BYU last week. BYU's horrible. Yeah. I'm playing K-State. I got to play the four and a half. Hey, look, I'm praying for a 31-27 final. Texas wins, but K- KSU covers. I get to have my cake and eat it too. But if I don't, look, if Texas wins and I lose a singular bet, that's fine. That's fine. Everything's fine. Believe it or not, I am rooting for that too. One, because of all your investments in Texas. Two, it's just a better storyline down the stretch if Texas is in some bigger games. Hey, there's a five-way t- a tie up top of the Big 12. I know. That's Iowa wild. State's somehow involved. Iowa State's going to be the party crasher that's going to hurt me. It's going to be. That's going to hurt me if ridiculous. they get in. And I have an opinion on their game this week. So Night heavy. We'll get to it. We'll save it. I'm playing KSU, though. Second game, Old Miss, number 10 in the country, newly minted in the CFP. Minus three, this line moved. Minus three against Texas A&M. It's noon on ESPN. I have a statement to read. I, Mike Valeni, have been banned by Jim Costa and the Cash Ticket Podcast from ever speaking on, betting on, or even remotely thinking about betting on Texas A&M football. I am not allowed to be a part of anything Jimbo Fisher does. Thank you. Probably for the best, Mike. No, you've banned me, so I'm not even allowed to talk about it. The side. For I know people where I who lean. do care. Yeah, the people who do care, who want a side, who like these teams or want to bet this game, I think it's Texas A&M. The problem I have with A&M? For as much as I like their defense and I like their front, yeah, they got pushed around against Tennessee, man. Well, that's the scary thing, right? Is because and their Ole run Miss defense. Do the same damn thing. Yep, yep. I can't do it. But the public's on Ole Miss. The numbers move down to three. Right. It's a flat three, which is where the SP plus puts it. So there's really no value in the game. Yeah, but it, I think the cap would be if Texas A&M's front gets after it, they can win this game on the road. They can. And Ole Miss has shown major variance, major droughts. It's a, it would be a lean to AM. I'm not going to play it no. because I'm banned and I'm going to it's listen for the to best. You. I want to go to the next game at Please. noon because I have so many questions. It's number 15 Notre Dame, lay in three at Clemson. My first question is Is caller Tyler dead? No, I saw he did a QA with tigerillustrated.com, an exclusive. Tyler You're from Spartans. No and I have the quotes. Wait, they interviewed this yes. guy? So Give this me the is quotes. the guy for people who don't know, and if you've been under a rock. He calls into the coach's show that Clemson does every week and goes, Mike, you tell me where I'm wrong here. But in other words, why do you make as much money as you do? Why have you let the program get where it is? And Dabo went on a five-minute tirade. It was nuts. It was. You never see this stuff. It got to him. But Tyler from Spartanburg, here are some of his thoughts following the exchange. He said, my girlfriend has been all over me for this. Basically said he sounded like a child on the call. He said, I agree with her. Tact is not one of my strong suits, especially when I'm upset. But I listened to Dabo, and I had to sit through his spiel about how we'd be 8-0 without the turnovers, and if, and if, and if, and it upsets me. He said, I'm explaining what happened. If I had to do it again, I would have been more respectful. But he goes on, Mike, to detail the things that we've talked about. And this is from a Clemson fan. This guy's been following the team since he was a little kid. And he talks about how they haven't adopted name, image, and likeness and how they aren't on board with the modern college and football he's right. and how Dabo has let this happen over the course of several seasons. And he's right. And I... Um, he also says something I think I will think resonate Dabo, with you. I think Dabo's a huge jerk-off. Can I, think, I just level with you guys? Yeah. I think Dabo Sweeney is acting like a fucking baby. I mean, hey, it's cool. All right, you don't like what I make? That's cool. But hey, why don't you apply for the job? Okay ridiculous remark when he said that he's part of the problem that, that yeah, this exactly. fan who cares about his team that wants his team to Dabo, win is part of the problem you're one of the 10 highest paid coaches in america you're four and four your offense can't crush a grape in a food fight 
you're not good, you don't embrace NIL, you don't embrace the portal, program erosion is a real thing, how many times are you going to tell me you've won two natties in seven years? It's not about where you've been, it's about where you are and where you're going. The program trajectory, any objective observer looks at Clemson and goes, DEFCON 1 might be returning to being old Clemson. This is not good. Here's the quote and this little passage that I think you'll identify with. The guy says, Tyler, so for me, it's less about Clemson, less about the program and more. You built all this, went from Tommy Bowden and Clemsoning, and now you're stubborn and you won't adapt. You're destroying it all. It's not that Clemson is four and four. It's the unwillingness to adapt and take something that was created. That's where my frustration comes from. There shouldn't be a coach's call-in show, but when there is, someone should be asking these questions because it's been a clear decline and no one else is bringing it up. 100%. So you think about it. These, these, you, you mentioned it before. I think wrote, Tyler's actually a really good fan because those thoughts, well, A, I mean, I, I shouldn't, <laughs> hey, I think he's smart because I agree with him. No, I mean, I've said all those things, so it's nice that a Clemson fan agrees. But, but Mike, think about it. These college towns, you mentioned it before we put the mics on. You're very insulated in, yeah, in a, a place like Clemson. This guy's sitting here going, why isn't anybody sounding the alarm bells? I'll call into the damn coach's show and I'll give him a piece of my mind. They're not sounding the alarm bells because there is too much financial compromising with the media in college towns for anyone to really do anything about it. I mean, in, in a lot of cases, you'll see in these college towns, one of these writers, you'll, you'll, you're, you're basically a fanboy. You're doing a recruiting site or something. And then all of a sudden, hey, my wife works at the school, or hey, my kid goes to the school, or look, man, it's too interconnected. The reality is, if you want to do a good job about it, you can't have any friends at the school. You can't have any, you can't be compromised. You can't earn extra money on the side by, you know, how about this a couple weeks ago? I mean, Marcus Freeman, one of the reporters in the room, coaches Marcus Freeman's son in youth football. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. But this is the world we're in. We're in propaganda land. So, look, I love Tyler. Me too. I, honestly, I wish we could get, like, Tyler T-shirts. I, I loved what he said. Now, again, I, I don't like Dabo Sweeney. I think Dabo and Jimbo basically are the same human spelled differently. <laughs> They're both fake pieces of garbage. Yeah. So, for me, um, spot on, Tyler. I know you don't listen to the podcast. You I don't even know who we are. But you got two fans in Detroit. Mm -hmm. I'd like to let you know that. And with all of that said, I'm betting Clemson. No! You can't. I can. Don't sell me this is some spot because none of the matchups favor Clemson. Notre Dame's got a front. They got a good secondary. They're turning the ball over left and right. How? How? Okay. I mean, maybe you tell me they slow down estimate. Maybe, right? Okay, Clemson can stop the run. Okay. Sam Hartman's going to make a couple big plays here. Is he? And the number's flat three. There's no value. Where's Vern? There's no value. Here's the deal. It is about, if everything you're saying is true, this number's higher. I don't believe Clemson's this bad, and I don't believe Notre Dame is this good. I look at Notre Dame's skill people. Let's go back to it. Freshmen, young people. Strength of Clemson, that's secondary. Pretty yes. good. Yes. I don't think Sam Hartman's that good. I don't think this scheme really fits who he is. There's no slow mesh. There's no... Look, nice player, very handsome. I'm not going to typecast him to the Clawson system. I think he could be more the claw fence. Yeah. Um, the other problem is, Earth is on Notre Dame. This, this is this is one of those. What do you call it? A pros Joe's deal. Twenty five percent of the bets make fifty six percent of the money on Clemson. 
They're at home. They have not lost four games in a row since 2010. You get to a point where something has to give. They can't keep losing. You had the coach melt down this week. I just feel like if I'm not there for Clemson right now, I can't be there with them the rest of the year. Look, I know it doesn't it's make... It's so gross. I know it is. You think I feel good about this? Look at what we do in the NFL. I know we do it in the NFL, but this is college. And you don't have to. There's too many other games on the board to have to bet Clemson football. Well, first of all, the Wi-Fi just went out in the middle of this show, and I wanted to get you an updated line. So bear with me. Well, and blow it up on your phone. Because if you can flash three and a half, I see maybe why you want to do it. The other thing I'd consider is the under, but it's been plummeting. I think last I saw it's down to 44 and a half. Yeah, the three and a half is just look. I actually think Clemson wins the game, but I'll really? take that three and a half gladly because, again, you know, does it strike you a bit as a 20 to 17 rock fight? A little bit. I see it as a defensive game. Yeah, I do. And, and I'm getting the three and a half. Look, if you're getting three and a half, it's much better than three. If Grant, you know, I'm not doing this whole ifs and buts, candy and nuts. But when you look at the anatomy of Clemson's losses, I mean, they had Florida State dead to rights. They missed like a 29 yard field goal. The Miami thing, Klubnik, what are you doing? They called a handoff. It's mm -hmm. not an RPO, son. Evan, thank you very much, brother. So you've got a three. Yeah, but Evan, that's a three on the one book. There are three and a half other places I can't mention, and, and this is how we do this pod. We've encouraged you to shop. Yes, we're a FanDuel pod. Yes, we want you to play on FanDuel. You can find a three and a half. I'm encouraging you to go get it. A three. I, I just think this is a spot play. I know you don't like it. Jim, can I? The nicest thing I'll say is I would lean Clemson. And S&P Plus agrees. S&P Plus agrees. I know, I know. You love S&P Plus. I want to get you a t-shirt that says S&P Plus. Okay. You're betting this? I'm betting it. Okay. And again, Clemson's top 15 against the rush. It's at home. It's back against the wall. It's the most exciting 20 seconds in college football. Howard's Rock. We're going to run the hill. It's Dabo melting I, I down. What, it, if, what if what if, caller Tyler does the opening coin toss? You got to play Clemson. That is all Clemson. I'm playing Clemson. I want to look up. I think if Dabo wins, he ties Howard, the guy with the rock, the coach. Yes. So, I don't know. You want to spin it all together? This is a magical Saturday in, in Clemson, South Carolina. I didn't Carolina. spin anything together. I, this is a hold your nose. It's gross, but I know we what I know. We have certain teams that are radioactive. I think Clemson just personally is one of them. I get the cap. You ride with it. I, it's I, your I, game. Yeah, maybe I'll be glowing in the dark by the second quarter. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the, uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, 
for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This this next one in the noon window, I'm all about. Oh, let's hear it. This is Florida minus five and a half against Arkansas. It's the noon kick on ESPN two. And what took place at Arkansas is nothing short of a religious experience. They have had an exorcism of Dan Enos from the program. And now their offense can live again. They still have KJ Jefferson. They're coming off a bye. Rocket, Rocket Sanders. Sanders expects to play Sam in this Pittman game expects him to play. Okay. So we're talking about a running back infusion, a quarterback that can move. Dan Enos is gone from the program. He's been a disaster everywhere he's been. And then look at Florida who just got done playing Georgia. We've talked about this before. Sometimes you play a team twice. SEC opponents are one and three following the Georgia game this season, losing by an average of 24 points per game. 17 was the closest. They beat people up. So if I'm Arkansas, off a bye, get right spot. Here's the other thing. I like them. Look at Florida's schedule. You come off the the Georgia rivalry. Sleepy noon spot here against Arky, who can they just really lose out? And you know who they play next week? Who? At LSU. Sandwich spot. So you're like in the middle of these two huge games. The beat, did Georgia beat them twice? We used to always say about it with Bama. And Sam Pittman's a dog against the spread. You got a power stat 17 here. and 7 ATS. As a dog. Yeah, as a dog. I got to be and honest. It's, and it's the devil's number five and a half. Like, Mike, is this everything? It's not everything because Arkansas might just be this bad. But your, your angle about Danny Enos being gone, maybe it getting called a little differently. I mean, Arkansas can't run the ball. Now, as part of that, Rocket Sanders maybe. been beat up and out. But they just can't run it. KJ Jefferson's turned into like a passer. Look, if, if this was at Arkansas, oh, I think I'd be easy. more inclined. Easy. But, but you find out off a of bye if there's any fight. And if there is, I like right. five and a half against a beat up Florida team. Are you team. playing this? Yeah, I am. Woo pig suey. I'm going to jump in the water with you. I'm going to, you know, you know what? I'm going to get in the water. Hold on. Get the sunscreen. Give me the five. Yeah, give me the five and a half. I'm gonna we'll pig suey. Let's do this. Can't wait for Graham Mertz to slice us up. This is disgusting. I'm gonna do it because I like your cap. You've you've talked me into it, not by peer pressure, but by your hard work. Wow. I'm I'm gonna do it. That's disgusting. I have Clemson and Arkansas on the same card. <laughs> We're only a handful of games in. Good lord. Next one is number one Ohio State, minus 18 and a half at Rutgers on CBS noon kick. My question, yeah. should Ohio State be number one? No. I mean, I understand. Do you get it, though? Yeah, I get it on merit. 
But if you watch this team play, still major questions about Kyle McCord. Still major questions about the running game. They don't blow teams out. Defensively, how much is who they're playing versus how good they are? Um, look, man, if, if they're playing possum, it's going to be one of the greatest, like, villain moves ever. Like, all of a sudden, OSU's going to get to the Michigan game and look like Leviathan and just come out of the water like a fucking Kraken. I just, something is bothering me with this team on offense. Hey, I get it. You had to come to Jesus moment. You want, We really got to get the ball to Marvin Harrison. The last three, four weeks, it's what they're doing. Where's everybody else? Where's Stover the tight end? Can we get Ibuka healthy? He's been hurt, yeah. Right. Can we see McCord able to distribute the football? I Look, man, I'm just not going to be in the business of laying numbers with this team. Hell, look last week, and I understand. They push. They, buddy, they were tied at 10 with Wisconsin mm-hmm. on a backup QB. It's just not impressive. None of it jumps out to me. And on the flip side, how do I bet Rutgers? How do you do it? Well, I'm betting this Winsett kit. How? No, they don't throw the ball. I can't. And I don't think you can be one-dimensional and and hang with a team like Ohio State. If you forced me into a lean, it's the dog. Just just on sheer points. It's it's on 18 and a half and no one's betting them. Yeah. You know, and and the way OSU plays, does OSU score 30? I don't know. Rutgers plays D. Yeah. So, look, man, it's a stay away on a day where there's so many good games and then games that are just better betting. Like, I'm going to give you a shit game that's, to me, a great betting game. You want to go there or you want to go to your school first? Well, what's my school? Your school is Michigan State. I'd rather avoid that. You went there. You got a degree from there. Let's get it out of the way, and then we're going to go to one of my favorite plays of the week. I just wanted to ask you how the hell's MSU only catching three from Nebraska? They're radioactive. They're awful. And you know what I said to myself? What? I have to ask Jim a question. Have you pondered the Levitt factor? Do you know what the Levitt factor is? I know he's one of your quarterbacks. Sam Levitt, true freshman from Oregon, four-star kid. He pops off the screen. And Kate Hauser stinks. I hate to say it. It's just, I don't care you're Elite 11. I don't care you had all the offers. Kate Hauser sucks. Levitt comes in the game and you're like, whoa, they're running some QB draw. He's scrambling. He's got a huge arm. Now he's freshman, uh-huh. but my, I, I'm not advocating this. I'm simply saying, why is this stuck? It is an odd number. It's, it's three flat. And by the way, and Nebraska has won three in a row. They play a little defense, and the public exactly. of tickets, eighty-four percent of the money on Nebraska, and the line is just sitting at three. So you got radioactive state. Last home game, it is Senior Day. Oh. Does anyone have any pride? Not sure. I know I don't wear green out of the house. Levitt factor. I don't think I can make the the impassioned bet. MSU not coming from me. Not given how the season's gone. But this if is, you would like to offer No, no, it to no. People, I'm offering that this is going in the bully corner. It's going in the bully corner. You know why? I deserve happiness. And at some point, for no good reason, there's no draft pick to spoil. I would just like to win a game <laughs> because somehow three and nine looks better than two and ten. It's the double digits. And by it's, and it's you know aesthetically no, not I'm, a good I'm, look. And I mean this, no smarm. Matt Rule's done a really impressive job. Yes. It's impressive because I thought there was a chance they could go two and ten, three and nine. They have no quarterback. They can't throw the Mike, ball. It's, it's not saying much. They're in the race in the West right now. Right. 
And if can you imagine if Nebraska made the Big Ten title game and let's say they played Michigan? That spread would be 34 and a half. Yeah. Nice conference you got there. Um, but it's going to go in the bully corner. But we'll get back to it. What if I got you a T-shirt? Levitt Factor. I just, I was that you doing the O'Brien pose from the. Uh, listen, I like this kid, and I really, he's one of the handful of kids. Like, if you're asking me, Mike, are there like, like, like if it was a keeper, like when there's, yeah. um, like if if MSU in this transfer portal era when they hire a new coach, if I got to keep six keepers, Levitt would be one of my six. Jordan Hall, the true freshman linebacker mm -hmm, that starts from mm -hmm. one of the six. Sure. Um, I'm just, I know it's silly, and I know he comes in late in the game, and it's backups, and he's a true freshman. But you know when you play a guy and he, hey, how about CMU's running back? Mm -hmm. How about that kid? Only thing more impressive than the way he was running, he had a kid at 15. Oh. Wow. Lukes. What, what's his name? Trayvon Lukes? Marion Lukes. Marion Lukes. How about it being a dad at 15? I mean, what did the kids say? He had some good riz. <laughs> I mean, my God, 15 and he's a kid. He's a, and he's a good running back. He my is, point he is, is, he jumps off the screen. Ones, yes. He jumps off the screen. Are you saying Levitt has riz? Levitt is likes? Likes is Levitt? He's the Rizzler. He's the Riz. <laughs> riz him up, baby. Um, I... <laughs> I just, it's going in the bully quarter. It would okay. be state or pass because that number makes no sense and you can't be on Nebraska there. The next one, as you have dubbed it. This is the Battle of the Cocks, people. South Carolina, the Gamecocks, versus Jacksonville State, the Gamecocks. One's in the SEC, one's in the, what are they, the Fun Belt, mm, Conference USA. So, yeah. Essentially, big cock, little cock. Let's play. Uh, Get out your tape measure. This is, this is South Carolina all the way. This is the funkiest thing of the week. First of all, South Carolina is two and six. Mm -hmm. Shane Beamer in his weekly press conference says his wife didn't invite him to Halloween because they're two and six. They're terrible. Wait, really? That's a real thing? Yeah. Um, two and six laying 15 and a half to seven and two. Well, then let's do the anatomy class, shall we? Mm -hmm. Dissect the frog, Strength Mike. of schedule. South Carolina, toughest schedule in America. Jacksonville State, 133. How many Division I teams are there? 133. Jacksonville State does not throw the football. Which is a shame because that's the way you beat South Carolina. South Carolina can't stop yeah. anything. Look, this is like the SEC. This is the get-right spot. This is the slump buster. This is South Carolina. You could be a newly divorced man or divorced woman. Slump buster. You're going to the bar. Maybe you're shopping at the clearance rack. You're, you're out. You're single. You just want to feel the human touch. That's what this is. <laughs> South Carolina's laying 15 and a half. I got to go with it. Uh, Spurs up. I got to play the Gamecocks here. Why would that number, like, look, if this was South Carolina laying nine and a half, I'd get the heebie-jeebies like you wouldn't know. They are begging you to take Rich Rod and Jack State. I can't do it. If Shane Beamer doesn't get an impressive win here and they fall to two and seven, much less if they squeak this puppy out, their program's in a whole lot more trouble than I realize. I'm taking South Carolina, and I'm laying the 15 and a half. What's the bet differential? Hold, please. I know you were still reeling about the divorce comment. 70% um, <clears throat> of bets, 88% of the money on the Gamecocks. Well, they're both the Gamecocks. On the Big Cocks. Okay. So you are right with are the public the in this one. Okay. Is, I mean, I, we are with Arkansas, too. So you, you do it sometimes. 
Am I insane? A two and six football team favored over seven and two. Look at well, yeah, because when you first brought it up, I'm like, Jacksonville State's decent, right? But They're then decent. I gave, but then I gave you the anatomy. They have a pulse. Okay, here's all right. So I just pulled this up on my phone. Here's who Jacksonville State has beaten: UTEP, wretched, terrible. East Tennessee State, Awful. wretched. They played Coastal and got destroyed. Yeah, they're not any good. They played Eastern Michigan. Horrible. Yeah, sorry about that. Bearcats with a K, Sam Houston State. They oh, were they winless had, yeah, they up had until last until, week. Yeah. Uh, Middle Tennessee State, who's ass. Yeah. Liberty, Western Kentucky, FIU. Dude, they played no one. Yeah, all right. Western so, Kentucky's all right for that level of football. Elite helmets. So here's who South Carolina's played. Just pulled this up. Open with North Carolina. All right. Now, Furman is garbage. But here's the rest of the game. So you have North Carolina. At Georgia, at Tennessee, home for Florida, home Miss State, at Mizzou, at AM. This team's barely been at home. Spurs up, man. It's schedule differential. It's a get healthy spot. You got a team that doesn't throw the damn ball. You think you're going to march into an SEC stadium and just depant South Carolina running it 70 times? No, I'm playing South Carolina. I appreciate your conviction. Throw it on your card. Listen, man, it's what separates us as a podcast. This is what we do. This is who we are. I'm playing South Carolina. Next game, I, I think, is a spot play. This is the grossest card ever. Uh, it's going to be. <laughs> the next game is number 18, Utah, minus 11 and a half, hosting Arizona State. I was surprised you you had a, a deep cap on this one because mm-hmm. I thought number is dicey. Yep. It, it, how much do I believe in Arizona State who's played really well? Kind of scrappy. No bowl to play for, but they're no, playing for dilly dilly. No, nope. Take me through it because you like Utah. This was not on our initial big board, but I was looking for something that jumped out. And this is Utah off a loss at home. Now, when you lose, sometimes late in the season, team quits on you. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's in Utah's DNA. I don't think they wilt under Kyle Whittingham. I think they bounce back at home. Yes. SP Plus says they should win by 17 points. Gotta love it. Arizona SP+. State's not good. They're scrappy, but they're not good. And they're going to one of the toughest places to play in the country. They're going to start a new win streak. I will play Utah laying that 11 and a half points. Nobody wants to. I will. That's some bold barbecue flavor, people. That's right. That's bold flavor. Any issue with the cap? Like, you don't think Kyle Winningham team's going to quit after no, a loss no. last week? No, you know week. what? See, you just touched on something that's super important. In this new era of college football, the fact that part of your handicap is quit factor. Mm-hmm. With four or five weeks to go in a season. Not two. Mm-hmm. Not one. Not like, hey, senior day was last week. Now we're going on the road to get our heads taken off. We have no bowl to play for. And you go, geez, I wonder if they'll lay down. We're talking about teams laying down in late October, early November. That's really messed up. But I, 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 I will tell you, I was taken aback. They got blown out by Oregon. Okay? If I played the game, it would have been Oregon. I didn't. I didn't have the balls to do it. Yeah. But that almost makes me want to bet them more this week because Whittingham is such a good coach. They run such a good program. Yeah. Like program health factor is high. They're bought in. I think I like the side you're on. I'm just, I guess I'm acting like a little bitch. I'm afraid <laughs> to do it. And I shouldn't be, but I'm afraid to do it. Okay. You got I just plenty still of plays. feel like at some point does the pig farmer quarterback just turn into a pig. And that may have been what last week was. Yeah, you know, oink, oink. It just scares me. Listen, it's it's I'm laying points and I'm laying north of 10 points. Bad things could happen. Yeah. But I just don't think Arizona State's as good as they have a 
appeared. Yeah. And I think Utah gets a bounce back win handily. Air Force Army Service Academy Special. Bro. Number 25 Air Force minus 18 and a half. It's a 230 wow. kick, and we always bring the total. It's 31 and a half. Okay. Service Academy total. Is this an underplay? Okay. You could blindly bet Service Academy unders and probably hit 70%. I could dig up the numbers. Just trust your boy on this. But this number is so low, and it's for two reasons. Army is so bad. I mean so bad. And I love my middies. I mean, I, I love my cadets. But, I mean, they make the midshipmen look like the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> and Navy stinks, too. I, we got the Army helmet in studio with us. You know, I, I, I love my guys at West Point, if you're listening. I just Yeah, they named the stadium after you. Mikey Stadium. Uh, no, and I know people there, and they run a good program. They're good people. And it's just, look... Monk and Cave to pressure to change this offense, and it is disastrous. I mean, they got destroyed by UMass last week. At home. Might have been homecoming. I mean, Jim. Say it isn't so. So here's your deal. The under, I can't do it. It's at 30. I actually would consider an over. No, it's gonna, you it's can't gonna, do it's that. Gonna be, Jim. You said considered. Just, when you're not 95% of earth is on the under here. It gives us one choice. Now, but here's where I would ask you a Like, question. does Army get to six points? They're not getting to 10 points. So the question becomes, are you better off just taking Air Force and the points at that? 24-7 final, it goes over. And you don't cover. And you don't which cover. Which leads you, see, I'm never laying 18 and a half. Okay. Now, here's the interesting part. In a service academy game, the book is always hesitant to put double digits up there because service academy favorites who lay double digits cover like 30% of the time. Do you know what the book did here? What? Gotcha, dollar. 18 and a half. I mean this. I would have to go to Elias Sports Bureau and research the last time I saw a service academy game where the spread was 18 and a half. They're begging you to take Army, which means I would have to take Air Force. You ready for this? Is there a play in the game? 85% of tickets, 92% of the money are on Army. Really? We would have to lay the 18 and a half if you wanted to yeah, do this. I don't, I don't, it's going in the bully corner. Okay. I'm putting it in the, because here's the thing. You have to think opposite of the book. Okay. Don't you agree? Yeah, but I don't want to get too smart because unders typically hit. You know what this is? Games are typically lower. I'll tell you what this is. This is, a, this is a play from last year when I had a terrible year in college football. This is me trying to be super smarty pants. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that 18 and a half is indicative that Air Force is good. I don't know that they're great. I know they might go undefeated, but they, they also haven't played a murderer's row. Mm -hmm. But this is every bit about how bad Army is. They okay. are bad. And that, I'm in an, so then to me I'm in an Army sweatshirt yeah, right now. Yeah, he is. I am. I see I'm in an Army sweatshirt right now. I, I don't want them to be this bad. But, Jim, they're so bad. They're so bad. Mm -hmm. I think their one win, let me pull this up. I think their one win was against UTSA with their backup quarterback. Remember I texted you and I'm like, Just don't bring up UTSA again. We're They've going. They've killed us like, I don't know, how many times? Well, I'll tell you one thing. That, that, that game is in the bully corner. What game? It's, it's the total. Okay. UTSA at North Texas. Shout out number one music program in the country. If you want to learn to play a trumpet, you go to North Texas. Denton. Denton, Texas. That's also, right. uh, Mean Joe Green. They have a good uh, uh, radio station there, too, I think. 
What? Like student radio. You really are a radio geek. Um, Army is two and six, and here's the schedule. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. Open up your season losing at Louisiana Monroe the night we were on Louisiana Monroe. They beat Delaware State. Not Delaware. Delaware State. They're which like is the Hornets or something? Some form of honeybee. It's a bee, yeah. Okay, the rest of the schedule. Uh, they play UTSA. They played at Cuse, Boston College, Troy. They got shut out. Yeah. LSU, they got shut out. UMass, that was 21-7 until the garbage time TD. Buddy, they're awful. Awful, awful, awful. I think Air Force laying the 18 is interesting. Carry on. 3.30 window. He hates me for that. We Kevin. spent too much time on that game. What you, We're not going to bet it. All right. Number two, Georgia. Minus 15 and a half against number 12, Missouri. It's the 3.30 CBS game. Take him through it because I think you're going to convince me on this. Georgia's two and six against the spread. The two times they covered, I think we bet them both times. Mm-hmm. We're Florida, two and oh. Florida and Kentucky. And part of the cap against Kentucky was... There was a number next to the Wildcats. Motivation, a target. Georgia is not the number one team in America. You know who knows that? The Tell whole me. fucking team, because Kirby Smart's going to drill it into their skulls. You guys are losers. <laughs> You've won two straight national titles, and no one thinks you're any good. He's going to tell them they're not ranked at all. Does this remind you at all of the night we bet Georgia to bomb Kentucky? Yes. Yes, and I want to go back to that, where the number I wanted, was, I believe, 15 and a half the same way it is this week. And you know, you know what's, what's not funny, it actually hurts, is a week ago, if you asked me, I would, have bet Mem- I, w- I would have bet Missouri. Yeah. Off the bye, they could throw it all over the yard, Bowers is hurt. Is it wrong I was impressed how well Georgia played against Florida last week no. without Bowers? No. And this Beck thing is a thing. Carson Beck's good. Yeah. The receivers are good. That, that other tight Lad end. McConkey. And, that and other tight the, end, uh, the, the uh, freshman tight end yes. they brought in looked like mini Bowers. Here's the deal. Every, they also have a former Mizzou receiver. Uh, love it, right? Love it. Yeah. A damn good player. Um, everyone and their mama's on Mizzou. Which right, means because they're going, hey, be. they're going last year. It was a close game. Missouri's ranked. 14 this, and a half. It's too many points. I'll let the public take Missouri. I'll take Georgia with something to prove. How dare you make us the number two team in America? It's not really that big of a slight, but they will make it one. They will make it a personal problem for Missouri for four quarters. How dare the committee make us the number two team? I've added it to my board. I think you've got the right idea. And guys, if you're wondering if you're new to the podcast and you're like, why are the, why do these guys care if an underdog, everyone likes it? Generally speaking, popular underdogs get absolutely crushed. They get crushed. I don't want the dog everybody likes. I want the dog nobody wants to touch. Mm-hmm. I, I, I Let's go. It, it's in Athens. You're right, Kirby. The problem is, is there a bit of a letdown following the rivalry game last week? And you are facing a team off of a bye. I'm asking. I, listen, it's called gambling. It's not called winning. We could lose, but I like Georgia. Great T-shirt idea as well. Next. This next one, have you seen the Bart Simpson writing on a chalkboard meme? No. That's me for this next game. I'm not an OU honk. I'm not an OU honk. I'm not an OU honk. Let's talk Bedlam. I want to bet Oklahoma. It's number nine, minus five and a half in Stillwater, number 22, Oklahoma State, 330 ABC kick. It's the last Bedlam until who knows when. Yeah, probably ever. I mean, here's your problem. It's Oklahoma on the road. Got to get up off the mat. It's hated in-state rival. They're, they are. Go- this is going to be hell on earth. 
They hate you because you're leaving. They hate you because you didn't take them with you. Uh, and honestly, there's an angle here for Oklahoma State where Ollie Gordon has come out of nowhere and rushed for basically 1,000 yards in five games. He's on a tear. And he's carried Oklahoma State with them. And that running game is real. And I start to wonder, okay, how up for this is Oklahoma? And why it, is that the question? Why wouldn't they be up for this? Well, because it's hard when you... It's a rivalry. They're off a loss. They're going to be all fired up. There's no margin for error. Are you sure you're right? And I'm not an Oklahoma honk on the chalkboard. So I'll tell you what. Sell me this pen. Do this. Sell the people a pen. I'll go take a piss because I'm not betting this game. Public loves the Cowboys. I tell you what. That's a good starting point. Sell me this pen. Okay. I'm going to go pay. You go. You go. I want you to take your mic off. Don't trip over it. Mic's off. He's He's ready to pee on the fan. All right. I'm going to go pee. Cap it. You go ahead and cap it. You're not going to bet the game at all. Yep. Okay. This is me leaving. And he's out through the sliding doors. All right, Evan, just you and me. Here's the cap. And I talked to him about this early in the week. I just like it from a spot standpoint. Typically, if you get a good team off a loss, you look to see him bounce back the next week. This is a rivalry game. There's no overlooking them. It's a ranked on ranked game. And if I'm looking at Oklahoma, SP plus says they should win by nine. So you got some clearance there. Oklahoma State's off an easy win. And, and I do feel like they're a little overrated. Maybe Mike disagrees. I haven't been as high on them as anybody else. Ollie Gordon's the truth, but it's still Alan Bowman. And if Mike was sitting in that chair right now, I'd remind him that if you don't bet the Sooners, you're betting Alan Bowman. So for me, it's Oklahoma. I'll take a minus five and a half in Bedlam. Evan, while he's gone, I want to add one more that I don't think he'll have any interest in. Number 13, Louisville, minus nine and a half against Virginia Tech. It's the 330 game on the ACC network. I wish this was still 10 and a half. It's down to nine and a half. Earth on Louisville, 80% of the public of the bets on the Cardinals. But Virginia Tech quietly playing better. They've won three of their last four conference games. And in conference play alone, kind of taking out who everybody's played the non-con, just ACC play Virginia Tech has the number one run offense, the number one run defense. They're number one in total defense, sacks, and third down defense. They're turning a corner on that side of the ball. Early VT would get run over in this spot. The VT of the last month, I think, is in a position to go on the road, stop the run, and hang in. And all this kind of coincides with the change at quarterback. Grant Wells was unfucking bettable. This drones guy, he's mobile. It's not the prettiest, but he's seven touchdowns, one pick. He's taking care of the ball. He's extending plays, and he's giving him a real one-two punch in the backfield. So I'll like I'll take the points. I'll take a spin on VT against a Louisville team that's played relatively a soft schedule. They beat Notre Dame, but it was mostly about a spot play, and we were on it that night. But I don't believe Louisville is one of the, the 13, 14, 15 best teams in the country. And I'll take VT getting nine and a half points in the matchup. All right, Mike. So do you want any part of VT? Welcome back. Hope the the, the, the bowel movements were good to you. Well, uh, listen, nice, nice PP and then a phone call and I'm good. Okay. We're ready to run. So I gave the cap not only for Oklahoma, but for Virginia Tech as well. Oh, I don't want any part of that. You want me to leave again? <laughs> no, I want to get back to the next game on our card. What's that? 330 Fox, Penn State, Maryland, the worst of the number if you're involved. That's what killed me. I know. You know, at 10 and a half, I was kind of interested in Maryland. Now here. it's eight and a half. Right. I, 
for me, maybe there's an opportunity to wait, bet it live, but I, I just, Penn State, we know the defense, legit. The secondary, very legit. Maryland is coming off their worst performance, maybe of the Loxley era. Not of the Loxley era. There's been a couple of those Friday night games where like Iowa and I think Penn one State was against in. Penn State, yeah. yeah. And they won by like 50, but you get yeah. my point. They went on the road against Northwestern, looked awful. I wanted Maryland, but I don't want any part eight and a half. No, the it felt like a half was was really appealing. I think at one point it was even as high as 12 some places. But yeah, now at eight and a half, this is right <laughs> on the line of what it should be. There's yeah. no no value. Value. Wow. What's that helium tank cactus? Yes. All right. Next. Next game. Baylor Houston. I have nothing for this. You insisted this game is here. Is this a bully corner thing? Bully corner. We'll get to it later. Okay. Go right to the night card because we have to start seven o'clock ESPN. Iowa State now laying two and a half to Kansas. Here was the question. Jim, explain this line. Can't. I can. I can, and we would have to do something that I know we don't want to do. This is a test of will. Here we go. Throughout history, when you go out as a program and you win a huge game, and the next week you got to go on the road in the conference, you don't win. I could bore you with the data. There are articles written about, I'm making a point to you. Guys, you either bet Iowa State or you don't bet this game at all. Now, Iowa State has started to bounce back. They got the running game in order. Beck, the young quarterback, is at least developing. But here's your problem in this game. You want to know why I think something fishy is up? Kansas just beat Oklahoma. Yeah, played a great game. Riding high. Really did. Played a great game. 8% of tickets, 6% of money on the Jayhawks. Planet Earth is betting Iowa State here. Now, I understand. Jaden Daniels warmed up last week. Uh, couldn't go. The back is still an issue. Jason yeah. Bean was good enough. Yep. Jim, they're going to Ames. I like ISU's defense. It's been, but don't break. They're going to bow up in the red zone. I just, this is a game. If if my confidence weren't shaken from last weekend, it's Iowa State. You play it because it makes no sense. What I don't like is everybody else on is it. With, yeah. What do we do here? I don't think we play it. But you don't think Kansas is in arguably one of the worst spots in America this week? That's the biggest win in the history of Kansas football. That's Lance Leipold's first top 10 win. They took the goalposts. They threw them in a lake. They won the game in the last minute. They gave everything they had. How do you possibly, no pun intended, get it up this week? (laughs) Against an Iowa State team that a month ago, Matt Campbell was ready to kill a fan and losing to a MAC team 10-7. And now, they're they're a part of the five-way tie in the Big 12. Yep. They're at home. They're feeling good about themselves. You got to bet Iowa State. I'm willing to lose a unit and just let, you know, it's a trend bet more than anything else. I don't have an explanation for this game at all that Kansas is an absolute dog, and this number opened up at one, and it's out to two and a half. I don't have any explanation. You either trust history, you trust what you know about football, and you bet I, you bite down hard, and you bet Iowa State, or you don't bet it at all. I'm, I'm looking. This game has been wagered on more than Michigan-Purdue and some of the other games. Like, this is a lot of people. It's not a couple people right. putting this at 92%, 94%. Mike, this is a lot of people 
betting Iowa State, which means I'm betting the spot, this man. is a spot where the book desperately needs the Jayhawks, right? I know. I, no, I'm not betting it. I'm taking it off my okay. board. Shaking shit. All right. Oops, is this thing on? All right, carry on. <laughs> we continue night heavy, and there are some great matchups. There are. This is awesome. Right as the Breeders' Cup wraps up at about 7.30, we get the creme de la creme. Number five, Washington, laying three at number 20, USC. All I wrote in the notes, we must bet USC. The line screams trap. UW's been awful. They are down three safeties now in the back end of that defense. And Caleb, they won that game last week, 50 to 49. If they lose that game, I never touch them here. I wonder if Caleb is about to give you the NFL highlight reel here. This is a UW defense that they had to survive Stanford. They had to survive Arizona State. They are not playing well. Doesn't, doesn't this scream like a 42-39? This is going to be a shootout at the OK Corral. Yeah. I actually like USC here. Yeah, I wish we had four or even three and a half, and maybe by the time this hits. Oh, I know. Now, do, do I think you'll get that live? Yes, yes. I do. So there's an argument to do that, but I want action on this game. This is one of the best games of the weekend. It's going to be high scoring. Yeah, I'm, and I'm with you. I'm betting I, USC. I think Washington over under, by the way, 76 and a half. Yeah, it's it's obscene. USC struggles against a certain type of team. It's a Utah, it's a Notre Dame, I think Oregon State, that type of team from a year ago. Yeah. We all know what I'm talking about. Physical football teams who will beat up a soft USC defense. Washington is the type of team that wants to play up and down basketball on grass, finesse football. I hate to break and I it feel to like you. USC likes those kind of games. They welcome those kind of games. And as much as I think of Penix, it's Williams at home plus three. And you're right, it's the side people are too scared to bet. I'm with you on USC. I got to do it, and I I may look stupid. And if they get down early, is there a chance they lay down, shoulder belly? Yeah. Do I think Lincoln Riley's doing a good job with this team? No. No. Um, I just, I got to go with it. It's just a situational thing. I don't like the way UW's playing, and their injuries are mounting. The and safety stuff's noteworthy. It's huge. I mean, they're, they're a step from having walk-ons out there at the safety spot. I just, I just hope for way, people that this gets to three and a half for them, but if not, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking three. No, take the three, but, like, if you're watching this game, the minute someone scores a touchdown, they're going to flash four and a half, right. five. Yeah. So you can do it either way you want. It may want. be a better live bet, but for our sake. Sure, t t time of taping. I'm just going to tell you I'll be on USC Saturday okay. night. Alabama LSU. Do you have an updated line for this? This is the game day game. It is our delivery of the week. It's brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavor Crust Pizza, the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. Number eight, Bama, against number 13, LSU. Night game on CBS. They don't do that often. No. But this is that kind of game. It is. What is it? Is it three? Is it three and a half? Is it I four? I am efforting that as we speak, my man. Hold on. Uh, here we are. It it's is moved. flat three. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> flat three. It sucks. Um, here's what I put in the cap. I mean, hey, I'm torn. It's a great football game. I can't wait to watch it. But Bama might be back, question mark? Here's the thing. LSU's horrific on defense. They're horrific. Correct. And the injuries are all over the place. They may be without Zy Alexander, maybe without Denver Harris, maybe without Deuce Chestnut. They're all unavailable, likely. Uh, and Makai Wingo, out. Okay? Mm-hmm. Big problem for a defense that already ranks 108th nationally in yards per play. Then you factor in, I, I, read, a, I read a stat that you may think is bull junk. Hmm. Shout out, Coach Prime. 
Saban hasn't let the same QB beat him twice in a row since I was a sophomore in college. Drew Brees. Drew Brees, big, two big comebacks against Michigan State. What do we do here? What do we do here? I wrote... This is where you talk. I wrote, this is a test of our conviction. Before the season started, we felt like Alabama was not typical Alabama. Do you still feel that way? And on the other side of things, LSU came in and we thought that first game against Florida State had national title implications, meaning LSU could do it. Now, two losses, they're not going to do it, but is the caliber of that football team still what we thought they were? No, it's it's like it's, I look at Daniels and what is he's a Heisman contender is is what a shootout could be. I want him. I mean, the total is 60, 60 and a half, maybe even 61. That to me says high scoring. That says Alabama's not bogging this down and playing it in the 20s. That means someone's getting north of 30. And if someone's going to do it, it's going to be LSU. I'll take three points. I'll take LSU. I'll stick to our guns from the start of the season that Bama is not better than LSU. And I will take points. With the Tigers. All right. I hope you don't view this as a cop-out. What I said about the last game, the next level of that is this game. I think this is a game, live betting. If I can get LSU at a number I like, I'm with you. I, I just can't dive in here. Now, what I do like, numbers coming down, even though ever, most people are on Bama. I do like that. Mm-hmm. And you do get the best player in the stadium. Yep. Also, how about this? Another part of the cap. Alabama is very run-dependent right now. So the secondary injuries may not matter as much. And who are the linebackers for LSU? One of them, Spates from Oregon State, who's yeah. very good. And the other one, uh, his name escapes me, great player nope, from nope, a year nope, ago. Pass rusher Perkins. Yes. Perkins, yeah. So you got a couple dudes in that front seven. Alabama's a run-heavy, run-dependent team. This will be a game-time decision for me. Okay. i got to be honest. I, I, I don't hate your cap at all. It's just... It's a, God, is Alabama really going to lose a home game again? But this goes back to a conviction before the season. You felt like this team was going to lose a few. You're right. I will likely be on LSU with you, but I'm going to hold off right now. Okay. Night heavy. I've got Michigan, Purdue, and I I don't have anything on the game. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on the, the, the latest as we're taping that Big Ten coaches had the call, do something. Big 10 ADs will have a call today. Yeah. Do something. Let me answer. I know you are a fan of do something. I also view this as cheating, but Mike, I want you to break down what do something actually looks like because Michigan's still going to play the games. There's too much TV revenue and ticket revenue. They're going to play these games. Are so they? what are you going to do? Well, you, come on, Mike, you can't not play the games. Well, sure I can. You can play the games, but you can not be eligible to go to the playoffs. Well, the playoff is already ruled, or not ruled, but said that's an NCAA issue. We okay. have no issue so with Big what Ten Michigan says. You're not going to our Big Ten title game. So then they're 12 and 0 without a conference title, but they beat Ohio State and Penn State. I got news for you. I don't like it either. They're going to the playoff. That's not my problem, Jim. You're, you see, you're you're doing your thing again. I got to get you into rehab. You're doing this whole straw man thing. No, it's not straw man. I want to know. Question. I want to know answer. how you practically punish them. I, I think told they you should how I be. practically punish them. You're a bunch of cheating scumbags. You've irreparably affected the integrity of the game. Every game you've played the last two and a half years is compromised, and the games you play for are compromised we caught you in real time this season doing this shit and now i just found your little spy boy on the sideline of your in-state rival in a game you had nothing to do with it's absurd so i would lobby back to you tony petiti's employed by who 
the Big Ten universities. Correct. And if he doesn't do something, you lose the coaches, you lose the ADs, and you know what you lose next? Your job. It'll be a I, short I'm not stay. telling you he, he shouldn't step in. I'm asking what that looks like and it, how it practically punishes Michigan. Harbaugh shouldn't coach the rest of the year. I don't think their coordinators should be there either based on they're the ones who benefited from this. Take those people you, away. You want to let them play? You want that to be the middle ground? Yeah, because I'm saying I think you for the TV networks that rule the sport, you have to give them Michigan-Ohio State. You have to, you ask have to give them Penn State-Michigan. You have to ask yourself, are we playing football or are we playing Bravo? Okay, because if we're going to just do Bravo networks, have Andy Cohen on the call, all right? Let, 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 let's talk about it live or whatever show he does. This is essentially below deck. Because if we're just going to say affecting the integrity of the game doesn't mean anything, cool, no, I, I, think I it can does. opt out. It does. The NCAA acts too slow for them to do anything, so it's incumbent on the Big Ten to act. I agree with you. I, I would just avoid, don't uh, know what's practical here. Practical is you avoid the results. You're not eligible. Well, the committee will decide if they're eligible and good. or not. Then you make the committee the villain. Okay. But that's my point. Oh, you're is, saying if you're the Big Ten, pass the... That's right. Yeah. That's all we do in today's society is pass the buck. Let's pass the buck. But the games will be played. I think it's in the Big Ten. Oh, play the games. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. taying the games away but, from but, the kids. But, but, but what I'm the, saying but, is but, these games okay. are your bowl game. You guys are fucked okay, up. But... This isn't a straw man. This is walking through this process. I don't let's want to walk say, through it. Let's say they don't they don't validate Michigan's wins. Well, if the other team loses, it's still going to be viewed as a loss. So Ohio State with a loss or Penn State with two losses will make it harder for the conference to get any playoff teams. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it will be harder for the conference to get two playoff right, so teams. So we're or playing single, Bravo Networks. If you're the Big Ten, your reputation is at stake because of what Michigan is doing, but it's also at stake because you don't want to be left out of the playoff. But you don't want to have a team in the playoff where the story's the scandal, and then that team who's in the playoff gets vacated by the NCAA. So your credibility as a conference is on the line here. Sorry. And I just view it, not only the 13-member institutions that are in this conference, not Michigan, how about the four teams that are joining? Look, I don't live in a fantasy. I get it. The money, the money, 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 money. Mm -hmm. I, I get it. But you asked me a question. I've never seen a scandal like this. Therefore, there needs to be unprecedented discipline. This isn't Kansas. This isn't Will Wade at LSU. Those are recruiting scandals. Mm -hmm. You think I give a shit if Michigan's handing a kid a bag of money? I don't. But this when it compromises a, competitive balance. And again. And most coaches have come out and said. What about the piece in the athletic? This does. The yeah, that's what I was going to reference. Yeah, 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 the yeah, piece yeah. in the athletic. The, 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 this isn't a sports radio host saying. These coaches are going, that's worth 14 points a game. <laughs> I mean, at that point, yeah. you just go... I mean, it was 94% of coaches said they crossed the line. Most of them put it on the higher end of the severity scale. They did a 1 to 10. The average was 7.5. Right. They did a 1 to 5. Most of it was 4 to 5s. Like, you coaches said question, this was serious. Here's the middle ground. The middle ground is you suspend Jim Harbaugh for the rest of the season. Okay. Now, I don't think that is And you really... say it's your institutional responsibility to know. We don't care if you did or didn't. It well, happened under your the watch. The NCAA bylaws state that as the overseer of the program... You're yeah. responsible. Uh, my issue is I want to protect the young men that play the game because the adults in the room are the ones who created this caper and used the information to put their kids in the best position to succeed. I would take Sharon Moore, Minter, and Harbaugh. I'd suspend all three for the rest of the year. If you want them on the field, here's your discipline. I, I don't or, think it's much of a choice that well, they have to play the games. I, mean, I didn't say not play the game. Right. I said if you want them to continue their season with a shot to win it, my problem will remain. This is damning. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of just done with it. I know you're sick are. of it. So you're taking Michigan minus 32 and no. a half? Okay. That game's on NBC. Enjoy.
The other games we want to get to are two late games. 10 o'clock kicks Oregon State minus 13 and a half against Colorado. That's on ESPN. I want my money. Me too. I want my money. This line, to me, is all about Colorado's out of gas. Now, they, they backdoored us last week. They blew the cover. But if you watch the games, A, Shadur Sanders is hurt. He has a hip injury. Something is wrong. He is limping. He is getting hit at one point in that game. UCLA had 22 pressures. I think they had hit him 15 times, sacked him seven. They can't pass pro. Well, what does Oregon State do? They're number 12 in America in getting to the quarterback. 27 and a half sacks. They're going to blitz you. They're going to come after you. All right, what else does Colorado not do well? Stop the run. Oops. What's Oregon State going to want to do? Pound Free the rock, train. one of the best offensive lines, the west of the Mississippi. They lost a heartbreaker last week. I still think Jonathan Smith looked like an idiot with the fake field goal. We were on Arizona, but believe me, I wanted OSU to win that game. Jim, I think you got to go Beavs here. Yep. I know it's in Boulder, but here's what scares me. Everybody else agrees. The tide has turned. Colorado's no longer a public team this week. Damn it. Everyone's on Oregon State. But I can't but shake I don't the think fact. our cap was wrong last week, and we get a second chance. You don't often get a second chance in life, Mike. You get a second chance, the same style of football against Colorado. We plus, can't be wrong twice, right? Plus, in some ways, isn't Colorado a little bit like Thanos? Without their jewelry, they can't rule the world. <laughs> Thanos had that glove with the jewels in it. So now we took the jewels out of Coach Prime's locker His room. gauntlet or whatever. The, 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 the infinity gauntlet. Yeah. So Colorado, no jewels. They're just the guy. What's this jewelry thing? They took the jewelry away? What happened? Apparently, the locker room got robbed during the UCLA game. <gasps> okay. Well, no offense, but you're flaunting it. You're telling people where you are. But here's my problem. Dion may have an inside gig here. It happened at Jackson State. Somebody affiliated with his program may have dimed, dimed them out. Yeah, when they were at Jackson State, Dion, the locker room got stolen. That, yeah. all, his wallet, the, the watches, uh, yes, I do the remember, whole bit. Yeah. So I'm going to bet the Beavers. Um, Let's do it. I'm with you. God, we're going to get backdoored by no, come Buffalo on. Not two weeks in a row. second time in two weeks. No. Yeah, I just got to do it. Uh, what's the what's the updated number? Let's make sure we're accurate on this. You uh, wrote I had down, 13 and a half, which I think it had it was 12 and a half. I'll double check for yeah, you. Just get a number that's accurate before we we do this. I don't want any nonsense from the people. Okay. The line. 13 and a half. Okay. Sorry, I know you wanted 12 and a half. No, don't be sorry. You just gotta hold on to your ass. Let's take the beeves. And let's go to the final game. UCLA minus three at Arizona. Credit to you. You've been all over Arizona's ride here. They've played big game after big game after they're, big they're game. They're good, man. And they look good. Look, w w here's the thing, too. I think it's time we stop viewing the backup as the backup. This Fafita kid is legit. Like, the quarterback play is so key in this game for me because Deloria is, is this high-flying, he's like a Cam Ward-type quarterback, and he's been out. What you're getting with Fafita is a little bit lower of a ceiling, but none of the turnovers. They got two elite wide receivers with this McMillan kid and Jacob Cowing from UTEP. Mm -hmm. um, they're really good in pass pro, so I like that. That's against, big in this game. Uh, UCLA with the Murphy twins and Levadi Ty or whatever his yeah. name is. Look, this screams trap to me, and here's what I don't like. I understand what Chip Kelly did, and if I were a coach, I'd probably do the same but I don't like what he did, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
the switch to bench Dante Moore and go back to Garbers and Schley. You built a floor, okay, we're not gonna have any pick sixes. But I think the ceiling on UCLA's offense has come way down. So now I get a team in Arizona at home, big win, they stay right there, you're gonna give me the three. D- didn't you expect UCLA to come to town laying four and a half? Yes. But this is a respect what Arizona's done. The only question I have, is this the end of the line? Yep, could be. Where you've played Washington, USC, Washington State, Oregon State. This is the fifth straight opponent who's ranked at the time you played them. Yep. Is there any gas left in the tank for Arizona? Now, at least they're the home side, mm-hmm. and at least we're getting three points. I do think that's the side to play. But if we lose, Mike, we can't. We, we had to have seen it coming. Like, that's my whole thing. We can't be like, oh, damn, after the fact. We should have known they've played all these good teams. All right, what do you we think? We have it on the front end. We got to make the decision. What's more powerful? The way the team's been playing the last month and how well they they are arguably playing the best football outside of Oregon on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that through playing well, it has been rank game after rank game after rank game. Is this the Notre Dame at Louisville spot? I don't know. I don't know. I know there's no way I'm taking UCLA in this game. If you want to take it off the board and we don't bet Zona, I'm not angry. Will it hurt you? Because I know you've been on them. I know. It doesn't hurt me. There's no look ahead, though. Like, UCLA's not looking ahead to anybody. So, uh... no. Listen, I am not mad. I, I can't bet UCLA. The number finally getting to three allows me to take Arizona. It felt trappy. It felt like UCLA minus one and a half was one of those... Oh, okay. You know what we could do? What? We don't do this in college very often. What? But I think there's some decent teaser opportunities. If you like Clemson, (laughs) and we both like uh, USC and Arizona, and uh, throw in LSU, who you're on the fence, tease them all up instead of it being three, three and a half, nine, nine and a half. How about Arkansas? Get them to up to double digits. Yeah. Okay. All right. We don't do this very often, but maybe this is the week to to do a teaser in college. Yeah, I got a star Arizona. I don't know what I'm doing with that. Okay. I'm I'm actually going to hit the pause button on that because your point about how tough their schedule's been for a month, it's so true. And you know what? With the way the line's been moving, do you think you ever see a three and a half here? Public is all over UCLA. You think you see a three and a half anywhere? Maybe. I'll hit the pause on Arizona. I feel like I got a stripped down card compared to most weeks. No, you're fine. Uh, the last game, let's go to the bully corner because it's in there. Here are the games we've already talked about. We've talked about Clemson getting three and a half versus Notre Dame. Yeah. We have talked about the total in the Army game. Do you have it in you to bet over 31? No. We have talked about the Levitt factor, MSU plus three. We've talked about Air Force laying the 18 and a half. I'm going to offer you three other games. The bully corner is seven deep this week. (laughs) I got to pick one from this group. Yes. Houston getting four at Baylor. Baylor is terrific. Horrific. Okay. Fresno favored over Boise State. Fresno's at home. Now, I know they screwed you last week. Backdoor cover. They did. But lucky the game wasn't a tie with the drop touchdown pass. Mm. But... Ashton Genty might not play this week for Boise, Boise State. Yeah, He's back. the best running back you've never heard of. And Fresno stops the run. Exactly. So Fresno laying the three was interesting. And the last game in the bully corner is an absurdity. Meep Meep 
North Texas total over under 71 and a half. How many times do you have to let a school rob you? Well, it's a total. It's not the size. I understand, but you are still betting a game involving UTSA. I am not doing anything. You knock on this your door with, with a bag, give me all your money, and you just every single week open the door, empty your wallet, here you go. I'm not doing it. Okay. So I'll write them out. I'm not touching the total in the How service How about the Academy. Fresno play? 86% of tickets, 95% of money on Boise. Oh, that is so tasty. Wait, say that again? Everyone's on Boise. So we could bet Fresno. I just throw it up. The two I'm debating. Okay. Levin factor. And Evan, I would love some guidance here. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm considering Fresno minus the three. That'd be a thumbs up from you. The other one, and I can't even believe I'm considering this, given my reaction when you threw it out there. If it's three and a half, do I bet Clemson? Yes. Evan? Join me. That's You said bet Clemson. Join me. Oh, join God. Evan. Join caller Tyler. You know, that's the only reason I would do it is Tyler deserves this Tyler win. deserves a win, God damn it. I, and I'm proud Tyler to type this on your card. Plus okay. three and a half. Oh, I'm so proud of you, man. By the way, I'm also proud of you for not dishing out one of those horseshit Costa locks. You know what? It's four <laughs> and four on the season, and I feel like there's some volatility right now, and I need to let some of that just kind of yeah. simmer. Okay. We'll get back to it, but nothing on the college card with the Costa lock. All right, so here's the card. And how many you got? Eight or nine. ISU laying the two and a half. USC getting three. Clemson, three and a half. The other USC to Cox laying 15 and a half. Kansas State getting four and a half. Beeves laying the 13 and a half. Georgia laying the 14 and a half. Arkansas getting five and a half. Arizona, are you playing Arizona or not? No. I'll play it if you play it. I'm not. I'm at 10 right now, and I want to sit on my 10. I'll leave it alone. I got eight games. Done. My 10, and most of them are dogs. Let's get back to it. I've got Clemson early. Where are the dog? <laughs> Clemson plus three and a half, Kansas State plus four and a half, Arkansas plus five and a half. Some early noon underdogs. God, we're going to be 0 and 4. Utah minus 11 and a half, and Georgia minus 15 and a half, as well as Oklahoma minus five and a half. So then the day moves into the favorite portion. Then as the day goes, I got VT plus nine and a half, but I do want to put this out here for people. Everybody's betting Louisville. I may be stuck with nine and a half. Some of you may get 10 or 10 and a half if everybody keeps betting the Cardinals. But I'm on VT plus nine and a half. USC plus three, LSU plus three, and Oregon State minus the 13 and a half. Get our money back. People, that is a comprehensive episode. Be careful. I know we didn't have a good week last week. We've had a good year. I'm a little nervous. I would have opted for a bye week if I didn't do this podcast. I could just gamble on the Breeders' Cup this weekend. But fine, we're doing this. That's Cash the Ticket. We appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the NFL.